It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Welcome to the Fast Lane. Nick Miles is our auto expert, so drop it into gear. It's a green flag. Here's Nick. Well, welcome to this week's show. We're actually at the resort of the mountain in Welch's, Oregon, because here gathered together in one place are the top automotive YouTubers in the country all doing a special event. So we thought we'd come down and talk to them and find out what makes them so dynamic and so famous and gives them millions and millions of views. <laughs> and the chuckling you can hear in the back is Jason Fenske from Engineering Explained. So, Jason, uh, you're... So famous. You, you're, you are so famous. <laughs> you are famous. Okay, yeah, what's your question? I'm sorry, Nick, to cut you off. <laughs> So, uh, you, you get a lot of fans stopping you in airports? Actually, you know, what's surprising is that I think TSA spends a lot of time on YouTube because I feel like more than anything, I get recognized by TSA. Like, even if I'm at an automotive event, like, I'll get a, a good number of people to recognize me. But TSA, I feel like all the time. Your audience is the TSA. Yeah, my, audience, <laughs> my core audience are TSA, yes. Uh, do you ever get, like, special treatment or <laughs> unspecial treatment? It was unfortunate once because that little microwave scanner that you go in and put your hands up i i had something on my leg i guess so a guy recognized me and then was like well i have to touch your leg now (laughs) (laughs) was that did that make you feel uncomfortable Uh, a little bit yeah i mean i guess when anyone's yeah (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit explain to us if if we don't know what engineering explained is what the youtube channel is and what you do okay so engineering explained the idea is very simple Um, it's just making cars less intimidating so it's teaching about how do cars work uh, and it's designed Uh, initially with the thought that it's supposed to be easy enough for anyone to understand. Is it? Uh, no. And <laughs> and unfortunately, it's because, so I didn't know anything about cars really when I started the channel, uh, which was part of it. It was kind of like a learning journal. And then as I learned more, now the videos are significantly more complex. So I think if you don't go back and you start looking at it now, it might be a bit intimidating, which is not my goal, but that's what's currently you're happening. A, you're pretty famous for your whiteboard explanations. <laughs> Whiteboards are a wonderful teaching tool. They're not original, uh, but uh, they're very effective and they're very cost effective so it's a it's a great thing to use you're kind of like teacher jason aren't you teacher jason yes <laughs> yeah. uh you you've educated many of us the things of, of why things like drifting happens and that sort of thing so tell us how successful the channel is um it's doing pretty well so i think now it's at 1.7 million subscribers i do somewhere around 8 million views a month and the total is probably it's over 200 million i'm not sure the exact number but uh a, pretty crazy following for just one dude sitting in his bedroom talking on a whiteboard so give an example i mean i watch a lot of your videos jason what what we're at this event here uh, the automotive automotive video association on the mountain and we have uh, 10 cars what will you cover up here yeah so yesterday the first video i filmed was on the new 2018 mustang gt uh, and so as an example here's a really cool thing about the 2018 mustang gt versus the 2017 for 2018 they introduced plasma sprayed liners for the cylinders. It's the same stuff they do with the GT350, but now they're doing it on the 2018 5.0 liter. So what does this mean? Well, what it means is that the cylinder bore is actually slightly wider. Now the cylinder bore is the diameter of the cylinders. Because it's slightly wider, the 2018 Mustang is truly 5.0 liters versus the previous Mustang, which was 4.95 liters. We got cheated out of 0.05 of a liter. We did, but in 2018, they have redeemed themselves, and now it is a true 5.0. 
Now this liner, this th that goes into the engine, is yep. does that mean the engine has to be a larger bore because it has a liner in now? So what happens is with normal engines, there's a cast cylinder liner. It's a cast iron sleeve that goes in there. And instead of putting that cast iron sleeve in the same 5.0 block, they spray a metal on the cylinder bore. And that cylinder, that spray on uh, steel is thinner than the cast liners that you put in. Uh, so because it's thinner, the bore is wider, the engine has more displacement. Is it so much more fun to drive now? Oh, so much more fun because of those new <laughs> cylinder liners, yeah. Do you really notice? <laughs> well, it's got 460 horsepower versus 435. So there is an improvement in power and torque, uh, an extra 20 pound feet as well in torque. Uh, so yes, it is noticeably quicker. All right, Jason, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about some of the uh, biggest challenges that you've had in educating people and some of your best videos in educating people about cars. More Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Start your engines and they're off. Back to Our Auto Expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. Back with the show, we are in Welch's, Oregon with the top video producers for automotive and Jason Fenske is our guest for this segment. He's from Engineering Explained. 1.7 million subscribers on YouTube. Wow. And uh, yeah, he's like, his mom's super proud right now. <laughs> she <laughs> is super proud. She watches all my videos. She truthfully does, which is wild because I know she doesn't understand them and she calls me and tells me that she doesn't understand them, but she watches them anyways. Do That's you, love. Do you, do you ever get that... <laughs> I get this with my parents. So obviously, like, I'm, I'm a TV anchor. I do radio, this sort of thing. My parents, you know, we have a, the same relationship we've had for our whole lives. But when I talk to their friends, <laughs> I hear what they say about me. And it's like, I have wings and a flaming sword. It's, it's like, you hear what your parents say about you to third parties. Like, oh, he's so amazing. He's in <laughs> Germany this week. You get that? Yeah, yeah. She certainly brags about me. Uh, but she's an amazing lady. And yeah, it's, it's cool to have her. You know, it's weird. Like, one of the things that I think is funny she'll watch my videos and she'll be like "Ooh, he's driving too fast i don't feel good about this and then she'll call me and be like jason you were driving too fast uh and i was thinking to myself maybe he got in a wreck and died but then i thought no he posted the video he's still okay this mum logic that's complete mum logic yeah. okay well she worked it through in it she worked it completely through in her head we, we have tried many times to explain things to people that we intuitively know about cars it's hard it what do you, hard. what are your biggest challenges to explain to people Oh man, the biggest challenge to explain to people. I mean, you have to you have to kind of put yourself in their head and say, what is my base level of knowledge? And you have to bring them up from that base level of knowledge. So, you know, all of us can understand that two plus two is four, uh, but if I start doing some calculus, everyone's lost. So you have to bring them from that two plus two is four to the complicated stuff and fill in all of those steps uh, in between, which is very challenging to do. Last night when we were at dinner, um, you were <laughs> demonstrating torque values to to individual wheels with a napkin. Yep. Yeah. So so there's a, there's a lot of misconceptions about open differentials versus locked differentials, um, and people often state that a locked differential sends 50-50 split, which isn't true. It sends torque wherever it can. Uh, an open differential will always send a 50-50 split which is true, but people don't get, and it's it's complicated to explain. So I tried using a napkin to help out. I think it worked pretty well. You were <laughs> twisting a napkin showing how, how the power was transferred from, from the center to each individual wheel. And that's basically what you do. For, for those of us that are visual learners like, like I am, uh, you take all the complicated mathy parts, the numbery stuff, and make it into pretty pictures so we can understand it. 
Yeah, that's the goal. Uh, and I don't know if they're pretty pictures. I've never been good at drawing. Uh, I went to school and I did a lot of math problems. And now, instead of doing math problems for a job, I talk and write and make videos and draw. And so it's none of the skills that I like went to school to do. But you, if you didn't have that knowledge base, you wouldn't be able to tell us what you know what we don't understand. Yes, yeah, certainly. I think having having the background in engineering certainly does help when trying to learn about these new concepts. Do you ever finish a video and look at it and go, wow, that makes complete sense? Yeah, sometimes I get really excited about videos uh, and then and then I publish it and, you know, no one's that thrilled about it. And then likewise, sometimes I'll, I'll post something that I think this is uh, pretty lame and then it gets wildly popular. So, so what's your number one video? Okay, so my most popular video is called Five Things You Shouldn't Do in an Automatic Transmission. And if you were to ask me what those five things are right now, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> I think one was coast in neutral, if I remember rightly. Yeah, was it? Actually, that's illegal, but that comes from certified driver's licenses. So truckers, uh, you're not supposed to go downhill uh, in neutral because you're technically not in control of the vehicle. Um, but there are other reasons why you don't want to do that. But essentially, you just don't have control if you're in neutral. So maybe, Jason, the, is the last thing... Can you explain to us what horsepower is? Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> the rate of work done, I think, is the uh, shortest definition. Uh, yeah, it takes it takes torque and it multiplies, it, it, it incorporates it into time. Uh, what am I saying? Um, I'm saying that, that basically it's how fast you can, you can create torque. All right, and so the, the actual measurement of horsepower isn't really a horse, is it? No, it is not. It is not a horse. It was based on some guy who took a horse and he pulled this bucket and it went like 33,000. Uh, he could move 33,000 pounds of mass in a, I don't know, in a minute or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Up, up a, uh, Jason, how can people find you on YouTube? Uh, you can search Engineering Explained. You can just look for car topics that you're interested in. And if I've done my job well, then maybe I'll pop up. But searching for Engineering Explained is the best way to start. All right, when we come back, we'll talk to some more of these guys up here, the best video producers in the automotive segment in the country. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. As we continue our show at the Resort of the Mountain, we're talking to the top YouTubers, those people that make the videos on the cars that you watch as you're going to sleep every night on YouTube. Um, and there are six of them here filming a variety of cars. Alex on Autos is here. So Alex, explain to people that don't know what your channel is, what they can see on Alex on Autos. It's funny you mentioned that people are watching as they go to sleep because I am the perfect cure to insomnia. Our, our philosophy is that I was born without a personality so we try and inject as little personality into our reviews as absolutely possible I mean, as a joke obviously but but also I, I think that we, we we really focus on trying to keep opinions out of the facts so we try and compare a lot of cars so we, we focus mainly on cars that folks actually buy mainstream cars mid-size sedans crossovers etc pretty much anything under a hundred thousand dollars that people are actually shopping for and we focus mainly on comparisons people want to know what's the value proposition for this car how does it compare feature wise to the next car so our videos tend to run around 20 to 30 minutes uh, we dive at least 10 15 minutes in each video into how the features line up, you know, base model versus base model from another manufacturer. Where's the value in this car? So we, it's so kind of ironic that we talk about that because we're sitting inside a 90 plus thousand dollar Lincoln Navigator, which is probably something that you wouldn't 
choose to review? We act, actually, we just ha made this video live. We just reviewed this car, um, and I like it because it actually is a really good value. When you compare this to other cars in a similar price point, the Lincoln does incredibly well, and it actually has an interior now that really does compete very well with Mercedes and BMW. You are uh, definitely a shopper's friend, right? So that's, if somebody, that's our philosophy. <laughs> yeah, if somebody goes to buy a vehicle, they want to find out all the dirty about it from you. Right. Yeah, which options should they get? Which ones should they avoid? Which ones are worth buying? Which ones aren't? So let me ask you this question, which is something that I've seen in the media an awful lot recently. That is, uh, car companies are taking the base models, like the Golf, mm -hmm. and they're sticking a whole bunch of luxury features on it that cost them very little money, and then charging like $20,000 more. Yeah, that's tricky. I love value, so if they're if they're jamming a lot of features on the car and it doesn't cost you that much, then I love that because I'm I'm the kind of person that always buys their car fully loaded. I'm like the the car manufacturer's best customer in that way. But I also really love it when car manufacturers put a lot of those features in base models as well. And the the very the sort of the, the Japanese model is that I give you an example like the Hyundai Kona. It has four it's a Korean model. But uh, yeah, Korean, sorry. Asian models, <laughs> I should have said. So the, the Hyundai Kona comes in four trim levels and one option package. Yep. And then yet yeah, you'll go to the German model like BMW and you can buy a car for $32,000 yes. and then you could add $32,000 worth of options. Right. There, there are two ways that manufacturers handle That's the, the very limited option set, like you say. This helps improve value, actually. When it comes to shoppers that want the most bang for their buck, this helps improve value because if you can streamline your inventory, have a reduced set of variations, you can really maximize value. But you lose the customization ability. So if you really want to be that golf owner out there that has that, that one standalone option that nobody gets, uh, then you can't do that in, in those cars. But you can in the European cars. So where is the value? Is the value in cars that are packaged with lots of stuff in them, or is the value in buying everything separately? That's a tricky question, too, because it depends on how you define value. So, you know, features for the dollar, it's definitely going to be in the Japanese companies and the Asian and Asian companies in general uh, that, that put those options in packages. But if you value customization, if you really value the ability to have a unique car, and that's that's what value means to you in that, that respect, then you're not going to find it there. You're going to find that with BMW and Mercedes and even Volvo, actually, as well. All right, when we come back we'll be talking to some more of these crazy car video reviewers up here at the resort of the mountain como news 1000 fm 97.7 our auto expert with nick miles we'll be right back our auto expert continues on como news here's nick miles Welcome back to the show. We're at uh, Resort of the Mountain in Welches. Um, I am with the top YouTubers in the United States and Matt Moran, or do we call you by your full name, Matt, or your stage name? You can stick with Matt Moran. That's what everyone <laughs> knows me by online. Uh, and you are one of the original successful YouTubers. What would you say your niche is? I think it's just my very emotional car reviews. You know, I get very giddy and excited whenever I, you know, go full throttle in uh, some of the faster cars. And I also just do very detailed reviews. You know, I show you every cup holder, every little storage space, and I really make it so that it's a very, uh, you know, helpful for a buyer as well. I would say that you probably should copyright that giggle because there's no other YouTuber that has that giggle. Yeah, it's it's definitely unique, and I think that's one thing that uh, definitely keeps the videos entertaining. All right, so you originally started out as a as a Subaru guy. As as a Subaru guy, you were all into Subarus, but you've sort of graduated to the Mustang. 
Yeah, I've kind of expanded my horizons. You know, I grew up with uh, Subarus in my family, and so that was kind of what I had my as my first love. And then, you know, I just was opened up as I started doing YouTube videos and stuff to other cars and, you know, the fun that they can offer in different ways. And so that's kind of how I was like, you know, maybe I like rear-wheel drive. Maybe I like spinning the tires and kicking the back end out and the V8 roar and all that type of stuff. Uh, we were recently at the Detroit Auto Show together, and you were so taken back by the Bullet, the new Ford Mustang version of the car, modeled after Steve McQueen's car from the movie Bullet, that you actually went ahead and ordered one. I did, yeah. I was first in line there to, to order one on the first day that they were able to be ordered, and uh, yeah, so hopefully it'll be coming here relatively soon, and uh, it's going to be pretty fun. It's basically the perfect car for me. Dollar for dollar, when you price out the Bullet, it actually makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's really hey, the untold story of the bullet is just how much value you get for it because you know like mine you know is going to be right around fifty one thousand dollars and you get twenty extra horsepower over a regular GT and you don't get that with a regular performance pack GT and those are also like fifty one thousand so you know even with you know similar similar equipment and stuff uh, you come out you know with a pretty good value proposition for the bullet. Uh, Would you you currently drive your daily driver as a Mustang, right? It is, yeah. I have a 2016 GT right now, so that's a, an absolute blast even that. That's a big trade. That was a quick trade-up, like two years. <laughs> yeah, well, and this is my third Mustang already. I started with a 2015 EcoBoost. I had a 2016 GT. That got crashed by a tree and uh, also a motorcyclist. That car- Wait, was the tree's fault? Yep, I was driving through a park, and this tree just decided to fall right on my roof. <laughs> oh, my God. So apart from Mustangs, uh, what else do you generally review on uh, Matt Moran Motoring? I review just about everything, you know. I mostly focus on the enthusiast stuff and fun to drive cars, but I'm also now expanding out into SUVs because of their massive popularity. And I do want to, you know, provide a uh, customer service kind of, you know, giving people advice on, you know, the cars they want to buy in addition to just the fun stuff. And so I think I want to try and have something for everybody on my channel. So that's why I'm covering pickup trucks and SUVs and stuff, even though it might not be my, you know, passion. uh, You know, I also have to kind of have something for the masses that, you know, want the, uh, you know, practical stuff. Your fans on YouTube at uh, Matt Moran Motoring are very interactive, aren't they? So I hear that when you do something, your fans tend to respond immediately. Yeah, yeah, I have a really great response, you know, lots of comments and uh, people seem to, you know, really enjoy, especially those reactions, you know, the acceleration and, uh, you know, there's been people that have made memes out of it, you know, made them their thumbnail on their profile picture, my crazy faces and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty entertaining. I have really good fans. What about doing uh, maybe a compilation of the the best giggle moment? Yeah, so actually for every 100,000 subscribers I get on YouTube, I do a compilation of my best reactions from that past hundred thousand uh, views and so I, I've done the three of those now I'm over 300,000 subscribers now and so that's something people always enjoy seeing those because it's just like five minutes of giggle 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 and it's just hilarious uh, that sounds like something I definitely have to go and watch uh, when we're going to take a quick break here but when we come back I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the, the process how you got into it because I know originally you had told me uh, before we started the interview that uh, your grandparents saved up to send you to college and they sent you in to get a financial uh, degree in financial management. And so that's exactly what you did, but you ended up as a car reviewer. So I'm going to ask you all about that. And I always say you can test drive for free. Uh, always go out to a dealer and let them uh, know that you'd like to test drive one of their vehicles. You can get in behind the wheel. And of course, that's how some people actually got started. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News.
It's our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. We're uh, still here with Matt Moran uh, from Matt Moran Motoring. He is one of the staples of YouTube. So Matt, what happened? How did it get started? Because your family had ideas of you doing other things. Yeah, I went to college, went to Virginia Tech to be a financial planner and uh, graduated with my four-year degree there. Um, and right around that time was when YouTube started taking off. And I was like, well, you know, I was still living with my parents, didn't have any bills. And I was like, I've always wanted to review cars. But, you know, back whenever I was researching that, you know, in the late uh, 2000s there, it wasn't very it wasn't very lucrative. There wasn't a lot of jobs. It was very hard to even get a job, you know, as an automotive journalist. So I was like, well, I'll just go for finance because I want something stable and, and reliable. And then with YouTube, you know, this whole idea of monetizing videos just created careers out of nowhere and all of a sudden it's like wow I could actually like pay my bills doing this and be my own boss and so that's kind of how you know I just kind of started doing it as a fun hobby and it kind of took off from there so when you started off doing it presumably you were just borrowing friends cars how did it work yeah, so it was a little bit of borrowing friends' cars, family cars. I had like a service loaner for a vehicle once. I rented a couple zip cars even and did those. And uh, so, you know, just little things like that, getting cars where I could. And then I luckily had some friends that had car dealerships. And so they were like, well, you can, you know, drive anything on our lot. We don't care. So that gave me access to tons of cars. And so I, from that point on, was able to kind of be a little more picky about, you know, getting cooler cars and the faster stuff and kind of took off from there. And then you sort of now have graduated to a situation where I see you like traveling and you're doing all this cool stuff. So what are some of the exciting things that you're doing? So now it's, yeah, all the press drives, you know, being one of the first people in the country to be driving these vehicles really is a cool honor. And uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, to be able to kind of show people for the first time ever, this is what this brand new car is like to drive and all that type of stuff. And it's, it's a lot of fun. You get to see a lot of beautiful places while you're at it. Um, the AVA, the Automotive Video Association, has had several events here. We have this one going on at Welch's in Oregon where we have some of the best luxury SUVs and then some of the most iconic cars. So let's talk about the iconic cars because those are the cars that your audience get excited about. The cars that are kind of very spirited, Mustangs, Challengers, uh, Wranglers, those type of things. Out of the cars that we have here, what's, what's hit home? Definitely the Mustang, uh, you know, obviously since I'm a huge fan of those. So the, the new 2018s are phenomenal now with, you know, more power, uh, more exhaust note out of those, you know, new active exhaust systems they have. And uh, so that's definitely one of the most fun ones. But I mean, the Hellcats, the Dodge Challenger Hellcat is just undeniable fun. I mean, you know, if, if you go full throttle in that car and you don't laugh, you don't have a pulse. You know, it's just absolute fun that you can't deny. Have you had the opportunity to get in Ferraris? No. So I briefly rented a Ferrari for like 15 minutes when I was in Italy, like five years ago and that's the only experience I've ever had driving a Ferrari. I have a couple of friends that own them um, you know and so I've been around them but I've never actually had a chance to drive one for more than a couple of minutes and so it's definitely that's kind of makes it uh, the uh, you know goal of still trying to one day be able to review some of those that would be phenomenal. So if we did perhaps an AVA event uh, up at uh, Bellevue, Rolls-Royce, McLaren, Lamborghini you'd be all into playing? Yeah and my mouth's already drooling from just listening to that. <laughs> that would be amazing. All right uh, uh, Matt, if people want to find out more about how to watch your videos, where would they go? They can just search Matt Moran Motoring, and that should pull up. You know, I'm on all the social media sites. I'm also on YouTube, you know, YouTube.com. Uh, you can search Matt Moran Motoring and find everything there. Excellent, Matt. We'll uh, thank you so much for being on the show. When we come back, we're going to talk to some of the other people who are up here, big stars of YouTube, uh, gaining millions and millions of views. In fact, if you put this whole group together... 
500 million views a year. We'll be back with more of those big YouTubers when we return. Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. If you want to see some of the videos that have been recorded with all of these great cars, we had American icons like the Challenger, the Mustang, the Wrangler, and the GTI from VW, which isn't necessarily an American icon, but it's a world icon. We also tested some of the best luxury SUVs on the market, including the Lincoln Navigator, the Range Rover. We also had the brand new LX from Lexus with the Turo. We tried... We- we test drove the BMW X6M along with the G-Wagon. If you want to see those videos, go to the Automotive Video Association page on Facebook. And there, all the videos are posted. When we return, we'll be taking a look at some more of the AVA members as they test drive the cars and finding out what the best YouTubers in the automotive industry are covering and how they cover it. We'll also be taking a spin in a couple of these vehicles and telling you how they rate. If you'd like to follow us on Facebook, please do so at OurAutoExpert.com. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, as well as you can follow this show 24-7 at OurAutoExpert.com. Download previous episodes and enjoy them in the beauty of your own home. Or, of course, listen to us every week on the radio because that's what we do como news there's more to come with nick miles stay tuned our auto expert will be right back it's a northwest lifestyle weekend on como news welcome to the fast lane our auto expert with nick miles continues we're spending our time at the resort of the mountain in welch's oregon with the top YouTubers and the top video producers of automotive content. Sophie Bay is with us. Uh, he has Redline Reviews, which is a super successful channel for on YouTube where uh, Sophie reviews cars. So I have to ask you, uh, you've seen incredible increase in growth. What is your secret to success? Oh, gosh, you're, you're too kind, Nick. But I, I appreciate you having me here. And um, you know what? I have noticed that the channel has grown a good amount in the last... A uh, few months. Now, I went full-time doing it back in 2016, and since then we've seen a lot of growth. But really, I think what's made us grow tremendously lately is our um, auto show video coverage. We've done a lot of content at the auto shows, and I, f- I feel like I've tried to step up the quality and the detail of the content at the auto shows. And it, I, what I found was a lot of in-market consumers, I guess the ones who are really waiting to see, oh, when is the next you know, new version of this car coming out? Because a lot of them are wondering, should I buy a car now or should I wait a few more months? But I think really the auto show videos um, from at least my channel have really helped us grow tremendously in the last couple of months. So tell me what you do at the auto shows. Uh, If someone's never seen one of your videos, what sort of uh, coverage are you giving? Because car companies do a huge amount of coverage themselves. You know... That's a really good question because I'm trying to figure out what it is that I'm doing myself. <laughs> um, you know, I don't. I, when I go to the auto shows, I don't even write myself a script. I usually will just watch the presentation. I'll get all the facts of what's changed when it's going on sale. You know, the fuel economy, what's better about the car, and I try to present it in a way that's easy to follow for people. So, Redline Reviews, what are you famous for? 
<laughs> I'm pretty well known for keeping it real. I tend to speak whatever's on my mind because my content is not scripted. So sometimes I'll just sit there and I'll you know say this car is really awful, but I try to be very fair about it. I don't like just rag on a car because I don't personally like it, but I drive so many things like every other, you know, automotive reviewer or YouTuber. I just, I, I keep all that information in my head and I just kind of remember. I'm very good at remembering that kind of details, I guess, because I'm kind of a nerd. It was a time when YouTube was really for the kids, uh, but now it tends to be the go-to for everybody to even, even how does my new toaster work? Or how do, how do I figure out how to pair my car to myself and to my car? Um, everyone uses YouTube for every instruction whatsoever. So do you find that your viewers went from being a lot of young kids to being everybody? You know, um, YouTube give, tells you what uh, the age group of your audience is. And mine, or not really surprisingly, um, the, the most of the, my viewers are like between the 18 to 34 range. I do have a good amount from like the 44 to like the 60 range. But I think it was like what I saw last time, it was like 60% in that range. So yeah, I think that, you know, people are going to YouTube to see everything because the one thing, you know, the internet video business, I think is really just taking off. Everyone just wants to be able to, you know, watch something at their own convenience. You don't want to have to just like set aside time on like a Friday at like, you know, six o'clock to watch this. And I think that YouTube has become a really important tool or resource for people who are just looking for, you know, cars, looking how to fix things, just looking for general information. And that's, I think that's a great uh, time that we live in today. So let's talk about uh, your reviews for a second. Uh, what what do you find that your core reviews are on? Are they consumer cars? Are they performance cars? What what do people come to your channel for? You know, um, so if I could have it my way, I would have it be all performance cars. I mean, I love performance cars. I love luxury cars. I've definitely been spoiled in this li in this line of work. Um, but you know. The majority, the bread and butter of my videos are definitely the consumer cars. Like my top viewing video right now is the 2018 Honda Accord. I posted that like maybe seven months ago when I went to the media launch and it's at almost 2 million views in that time, which is insane. I never, when I filmed that video, I didn't even think or imagine it would get to that many views. But um, I would have to say, you know, the consumer cars, the ones that people can actually afford, like right now, my audience always asks me like, oh, can you please film this? The top one they're asking me to do is the, the new Mazda 6 with the turbo. I've been trying to get my hands on that and I finally got, I finally got that one down next month. But All right, Sophia, and thanks for talking to us. Tell people where they can go and view some of your videos. Um, well, you can basically just go to YouTube, type in Redline or just Redline Reviews. It'll pop right up. Or you can also follow us on our Facebook channel, our Facebook page at um, Facebook forward slash to Redline or our Instagram, which is Redline underscore reviews. Excellent. Sophie and May, thank you so much for being with us. When we come back, more from some of the top automotive YouTubers in the world. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News. It's our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. Welcome back to the show. Uh, it's actually kind of exciting for me because um, I would say that although in age it's not true, but Saab, Kyle, you probably are the grandfather of automotive reviews <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, you're probably the original automotive reviewer that uh, had real numbers, real big numbers. And uh, so how does it feel to be the big daddy of automotive guys on YouTube? It's amazing. I was actually thinking about it the other day that this year marks 10 years that I've been on YouTube. And it's been uh, five years since I've been doing it full time. 
and it's still you know still strong your videos are still super popular and um, and the great thing is now you have 10 years of back catalog so your your name originally was Saab Kyle zero uh, four uh, right and so you need to tell everybody who doesn't know who you are how that name came about that's the first thing that I have to explain every single time I say the channel name I just I immediately lead into it was my first car uh, it was a 97 Saab 900 that I got in 2004 and so how did the 04 happen? It's just 2004. That's what okay, I, 2004. Yeah. Uh, and so you went from those vehicles. Your history is kind of cool too because a lot of times you didn't get like the press loans like a lot of the big uh, car reviewers get. You were borrowing, you know, begging, stealing, getting used cars and, and covering those. Yeah, so my dad or I, I've grown up around cars all my life. My dad um, has always had, you know, a used car dealership and, Back when I was uh, in undergrad, I saw people on YouTube, you know, filming cars, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be really fun." So I started filming stuff at his place, and then I started going to dealer auctions. And then when I was at school, I was like, "Hey, maybe these other dealerships would let me film cars." I, I didn't even get to drive them; it was all about just going and doing walkarounds. So you, uh, the the one thing about uh, many people who don't actually know you is that uh, you you didn't like skimp and just jump into video. You actually went and got yourself a PhD. Yeah, I did. I have a doctorate in pharmacy. I've been maintaining it this this whole time, but I've actually never used it. <laughs> uh, and hopefully you'll never have to use it. So what is your channel mainly known for now? In-depth reviews. Um, they, they started out as you know the simple walk-around stuff that I did before, but now it's I try to make the video in a way to where you know people can learn anything and everything they ever want to know about their favorite cars and you know be able to watch the video as if they're looking at it in person but i've since branched out into project car content i've got a couple restoration stuff that i'm working on now and i'm going to be focusing more on that over time you know kind of having a blend of content for a little, little something for everybody uh, you when you review cars the in-depth thing is is pretty amazing so what's your secret do you script it you know how, how do you work because there is so much information your videos are so long even going into the names of colors and that type of thing <laughs> i'm telling you that's been the hardest thing to try to try to write all of these facts in a way to where it doesn't it's not just so overbearing throughout the whole video um traditionally i you know focus on you know, making the shots really pretty and, 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 you know, just high quality and all that kind of stuff. And then I'll go back and write my script and collect my thoughts later. But more so lately, just to make things more natural and, and, and engaging, I'll, uh, you know, I just can the script and I'll just write out notes and I'll just talk um, like I'm having a conversation with a good friend. And when, when I watch your videos, uh, you do, so for instance, on the inside of vehicles, you'll go from one door to the other and capture everything in between. Oh, yeah. It's, it's all about the details. That's, that's what I believe you know, makes my content stand out. It's, it's an interactive walkthrough. I'm trying to teach people about the vehicle, the, the options, what makes it special, and just, just kind of give them a really good feel for it, especially on things like supercars and stuff that you know the normal everyday person would not have ever had the chance to get get a chance to look at and you know i have the outlet for it so when i when i noticed uh you know you do a lot of reviews on cars that average people will buy but as your your fame has grown and as you become a real staple of the industry you often get exposed to sort of supercars way before the public gets to see them in showrooms 
Oh my gosh, the craziest opportunity was um, I got to film the Bugatti Chiron about a month and a half after it uh, first debuted. Um, I saw that there was one traveling the country, like between dealerships and stuff, and through a friend of a friend, I got in touch with Bugatti, and they were like, yeah, well, meet us at the dealership, and we'll load it on a truck and take it an hour away and set up this shoot and stuff. That, that was absolutely amazing. Excellent. Kyle, thank you so much. When we come back, our final guest will be a Roman Micah from the Fast Lane Car. We'll delve in deep with him and find out uh, all about the Fast Lane Car, the Fast Lane Truck, and the Fast Lane Now. Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. He's Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Welcome back to the show. As we are in the Resort of the Mountain in Welch's, Oregon, we are talking to the top automotive YouTubers who are all happen to be here for the weekend, test driving cars. And uh, I, I'd like to say that this guy uh, is one of my close friends, but he has probably the most successful chain of YouTube channels in the country, especially with trucks and, uh, and off-road vehicles, but also now with a growing, uh, I would say, menagerie of news content as well. Uh, Roman Micah from the Fast Lane Car, the Fast Lane Truck, and the Fast Lane Now, uh, which is your other channel. Uh, so, Roman, how did you become the massive media mogul that you are today? Well, I think I followed your example. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, uh, I don't know. I, you know, it's, uh, I kind of woke up one day and I had three YouTube channels and a small team of people. And I think it goes back to just uh, loving video and loving vehicles, you know. You get the best people around you like you. <laughs> well, so kind of you. Thank you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the sort of stuff you cover. So there, there, you are the biggest YouTube truck channel, right? Yeah, we have the most popular truck channel on YouTube, and that's been a real um, plus for us because, uh, as you well know, uh, people think that the Toyota Camry is the best-selling vehicle in America, but it's not. It's the Ford F-150, and the money is always in trucks in America. Uh, and so it's a very um, popular and profitable and, and really exciting space to be in right now because, uh, as you probably also know, Ford just said they're not going to be building any more cars. They're going to be focusing on trucks, and trucks are kind of the one thing that America is still really good at building, right? We used to be good at building sedans, and the Germans kind of took that, or luxury sedans, and then we were good at doing regular sedans, and then the Japanese came along, but I think we still own trucks. And so to have a channel that's specifically about trucks is, you know, it's American as apple pie and... Fourth uh, of July. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of uh, Japanese companies uh, still build trucks, and, and they've been successful in some departments. Comer, of course, yep. uh, they've been successful with. But, uh, you know, F-150, the number one selling vehicle in America for 37 years, I think maybe 38 years this year, uh, that's pretty solid. And many states, the number one selling vehicle is a truck. So who's watching the fast lane truck? Uh, it's everybody who buys trucks. You know, we're based out of Colorado, and so we do... Trucks are tools, essentially, right? It, they're not like cars. They're not like sports cars. They're tools, and in some places like Texas, they become the family, literally, truckster. Uh, and we do a very tough... We call it the world's toughest towing test. We take a truck, and we load it as fully as it'll go. 
from a towing perspective, and we towed up a 7% grade, which is as steep as is allowable on a U.S. highway from Silverthorne, Colorado, to the top of the Eisenhower Tunnel. And since people buy trucks for towing and for hauling stuff, it's a really good test of which truck you know has it and which truck doesn't. Roman, you have several other channels. Uh, you have the fast lane car and you have the fast lane uh, now. When we come back, I want to find out about the car channel and what you've been testing up here at the Resort of the Mountain and then ask you where, uh, where consumers are going and, and how they shop for cars nowadays because growing uh, percentage of consumers who are buying cars and listening to the media, watching media, listening to podcasts, watching video uh, to find out about their trucks and, and not reading the Sunday paper, which is what they used to do. So we'll find out all about uh, the fast lane car, the fast lane now, and the future of truck and car buying when we come back. Homo News. There's more to come with Nick Miles. Stay tuned. Our auto expert will be right back. Como News. Time to set it on cruise control. This is our auto expert. Here's Nick Miles. Welcome back to our show. We are at the Resort of the Mountain in Welch's, Oregon, with the top video producers who produce video content on brand new cars, uh, trucks, and SUVs. Uh, Roman, your biggest uh, or your main channel is the Fast Lane Car. And the Fast Lane Car is kind of the core of everything that's not a truck that goes onto that channel. So, uh, what, what are you known for reviewing at the Fast Lane Car? We have uh, two really strong uh, suits, and that's mainly because we're built, we're based out of Colorado. Uh, we do a lot of off-roading and a lot of uh, truck stuff. And I'm gonna blow your mind, Nick. <laughs> Did you know that in April, the Jeep Wrangler, the Jeep Wrangler, which is a niche vehicle or was a niche vehicle, actually outsold the Honda Accord. They sold more Jeep Wranglers and Honda Accords, and they almost toppled the Camry in terms of the sales king which just kind of shows you where the market is going. Sedans are pretty much dead. Uh, there's an incredible headwind blowing right now for anything that isn't a crossover or an SUV. Jeep, have, and I know you're deeply entrenched in Jeep. You, you have long-term Jeeps that you've been testing. You own Jeeps. Uh, what, what is the attraction of Jeep? You know, it's uh, the lifestyle right now. People love interesting lifestyle vehicles they want the vehicle to say something about who they are and the jeep says that you're outdoorsy you're sporty you're active it's all the things that people want to portray about themselves uh, and it's not boring i think people are just really done with kind of vanilla plain jane cars what do you think the most exciting thing about that new wrangler is Everything's been improved, you know. They, they knocked it out of the ballpark, and it's an FCA product, and FCA has a reputation in the past for building not some of the most quality vehicles, uh, and even the Wrangler, to some extent, had that reputation. But the new one, uh, they just went, and everything that was wrong with it, from, you know, the way that it drove on road to the way that it went off-road, they fixed uh, just an incredible effort on the part of the entire FCA team. I was just shocked at how good that vehicle is. I, I, one of the things that, you know, it's definitely a good vehicle, and I've been driving it all this week. Uh, one of the things I was most surprised at is, so, you know, it's, it's been well known that when you get the Wrangler, you could take the doors off, you can take the, the, the hard top off and put a soft top on. And they've improved those considerably in the ease of getting them on and off, the wind 
windshield still folds down. And then traditionally it folds down because that's how you used to pack them in the crates when they used to ship them abroad. At least that, that's the official PR story of it. Uh, but I noticed that when you take uh, the doors off and you take the, the roof off, underneath the back uh, in, in the trunk, there's a, a sill that lifts up. And when you lift that sill up, all the bolts uh, slit into the special holes there so you know exactly where the bolts go. I mean, that is some thoughtful engineering. Yeah, they really paid attention to like how people use them. And in the past, it used to take... Look, taking the windshield down on a Wrangler is not a great idea, right? You drive around with bugs bouncing off your teeth and you have to have like goggles on. It's not comfortable. And I think they did it in the war because they had a howitzer sticking out the front. Or they had to put them on a plane. It had to be, you know, a certain height. Um, but it used to take like two hours. If you were good, it took 45 minutes. And then when you put the windshield back up, it would leak. Today, you can do it in like four minutes. And it's only four bolts as well. And they even gave a special place for the windshield to rest. Like they gave it, uh, instead of it just folding flat, they actually gave it uh, like little rubber stoppers. Yeah, they thought of, like I say, they touched everything and they made it just a really great vehicle. Uh, and that's great because, you know, like I said, we used to do these really great cars and now trucks and in some way Jeeps are what we still do well. Uh, do you think that the improvement to the on-road driving of the Wrangler is going to make it even more of a success than, than it is already? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, there's this kind of, uh, I'm going to call it a journalistic cliche that Wranglers are terrible on-road, right? there. You sit like straight up, the windshield straight up, the braking is not great. You know, you go around a corner, it wallows. I never bought into that. I always thought the Wrangler was exactly what it was meant to be. It was an off-road vehicle. So if you were expecting to have a drive like a Lamborghini, then you were probably in the wrong <laughs> vehicle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, and I, but I, I, I will say that after driving one for two or three hours, it, I would have much rather been in, you know, the Navigator or a Range Rover because they're more comfortable. But the new one, like I drove it an hour and a half uh, up to the mountain, and it was as comfortable as anything after that time. Uh, 1941 Willys. Uh, I ran into one, by the way, when I was in Monte Carlo. There was a perfectly, re you know, perfectly kept one, and it was built in Paris. So that was super surprising. Robin, when we come back, I want to talk about the fast lane uh, uh, now, which is your new channel, and talk about the future of uh, how people buy cars. That's all as our auto expert continues. More Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Start your engines and they're off. Back to Our Auto Expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. Welcome back to the show as we are at the uh, Resort of the Mountain in Welch's, Oregon on a special assignment this week uh, with the top uh, video producers who are filming some of the best cars that are here. My guest, Roman Micah from the Fast Lane. Uh, we've talked about truck. We've talked about car. Um, you have started basically sort of uh, doing automotive news on your channels too. Yeah, we're doing, um, so TFL, TFL car is car, TFL truck is of course trucks, and TFL now is uh, breaking news and live. So we're trying to go live a lot more on our channel. And the technology has actually made it possible. So in the past, if you wanted to go live, you had to have a studio, you know, you had to have this big tower. You know what TV's like, a whole crew of people. But once again, the internet has completely disrupted that business. And so really all you need now is YouTube, you know, a fast internet connection and a phone or, you know, a decent camera. You can go live. And so we're actually trying to do like real 
live TV, uh, from events like this or from the studio, uh, because I think that's where it's going. I think one of the things that um, I enjoy most about that, that is that as sort of automotive news happens, you know, still still probably the radio is one of the best places to get your like everyday news. But as automotive events happen, niche things that you can delve into. So are you doing live from auto shows? What sort of events are you covering? Well, Nick, as everyone knows, radio is red hot. <laughs> no, so we, we're about to start a, a, a weekly show that we're going to put on three times a week. So uh, Monday, it's going to be a top 10 kind of a show, top 10 uh, great cars you should buy right away. On um, Wednesday, we're going to do a truck show. So asking people have a lot of questions. Truck and towing can be very complicated, so people want to know, like, you know, payload and how much tongue weight, all that kind of stuff. And then on uh, Fridays, we're doing uh, interviews. We're having guests on, and we're trying to find, like, interesting people to interview. Uh, and then, of course, like this week, we're going to the Overland Expo, which is this big expo down in Flagstaff for overlanding, right? Overlanding is basically driving a car or motorcycle around the world off-road. Uh, and so we'll be No going- black top allowed. No blacktop allowed. And, you know, it's the, it's the Tacoma with the tent on the roof. Uh, and so we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, going li- hopefully live from the Overland Expo. So the kind of same thing you're doing, dude, but doing it online and doing it through YouTube. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the future of car buying. You know, we, we, we listen to ads all the time about it, but car shoppers used to get the newspaper out on a, on a Saturday, or they, or, or they, they used those sort of things. Now they're turning to, you know, radio and, t- and TV and online to get sort of research in their vehicles. Yeah, you know, once again, that's another model that's been disrupted. But I, a long time ago, I was in the real estate business, and people thought that um, the Internet was going to put realtors out of business, right? But realtors do a lot more than just help you find a house, right? They also put the contract together, and when the deal falls through, they're there to put it back together. And they hold your hand, and they say, you know, it's okay. You're spending a million dollars on this, but you'll be okay. Uh, and as much as people sometimes hate car dealers, uh, they do that same kind of service, right? It's more than just, here's a car, here's the keys, give me a check, right? They, they make deals happen. And as, as much as the internet has allowed people to price compare, I don't think that the change is going to be as seismic as people think. What will slowly happen is, um, I think with Tesla breaking the dealer model, right? Tesla was the first company that went out and said, we're going to build cars and sell them directly and cut the dealer out. That may be something that if it's profitable and if Tesla survives, that other car companies may be looking at, maybe. Uh, and it's just another reason to uh, to get informed by the brands you trust, like this radio station, right? Heck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> guys like you and me, you know, right. we're out there trying to do the right thing. Absolutely. Roman Micah from the Fast Lane Car Truck. And now, thank you so much for being our guest on the show. When we come back, We'll tell you how you can find out how to follow us 24-7. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. Well, thanks for listening to our show. Of course, we always want to make sure you can carry the show with you 24-7. And we've given you the ability to do that at our website, ourautoexpert.com. Just go to the website and find previous shows. There you can listen to them live or you can download them to your device via Podbean. Every single show we've ever done on Como is sitting right there ready for you to take home with you and enjoy in your own time 
in your own space and with all your friends. So please go to Our Auto Expert and download some previous shows and enjoy the content. Of course, you can follow us on social media for all the latest news and updates. We bring them to you as much as we can. At OurAutoExpert.com, you can find out all of our social media accounts. But here's a few of them just for you to jot down in your phone. Get ready. Instagram. You can follow our auto expert hashtag or you can follow myself, Nick J. Miles. You can also do the same at Twitter or you can actually go to Facebook and follow our auto expert. We have our own page there which gets updated with radio, video and of course the latest written stories that we put together for your enjoyment. Our auto expert will be back again next week. Until then, let's go for now. Stay connected, stay informed. This is Como News.